Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 338 of Security in 5. Today I want to talk about cloud services and making sure that all of the components and features that you use in your cloud services are secured properly. Just because you're using a cloud service does not mean that out of the box it is more secure than what you would do hosting. One example is um, Amazon Buckets, S3 Buckets. You go get an Amazon uh, bucket, you can load all your files on there, but you as a user, as an owner, you still need the responsibility in place to lock it down properly. And there are cases, there are scripts out there, I've even gone out and snooped around that um, if you don't lock down your S3 buckets, they are wide open to the internet and all people need to know is the name of the bucket and they get in. This episode is going to focus on the same type of concept but with Git repositories. Now Git repositories is the open source, source code management, project management um, kind of go-to. Microsoft recently purchased them but like S3 buckets you can cause significant security problems for your application and your business if you're not taking care of your Git repo lockdown properly. A security researcher out of the Czech Republic released his report that um, he found, and this is just from his searches, I'm sure there are more out there, but over 400,000 interesting and high profile websites that had their Git repositories open. And with that, that meant that um, people being able to know how to look for, they can just write a simple script and go scan. That's how he did it. He just wrote a, a scanner and found all these websites that had the git slash head open to view. And normally your, your, uh, the slash head should be not publicly accessible. But what happens when that is, and you inadvertently leave it open, that directory contains the list of all of your commits, details about your contributors, names, email addresses. It contains all of the files, source codes, components of your applications, um, might contain hard-coded passwords for databases, other configuration information that will provide a pathway for hackers to attack a website. In addition to that, I could download your source code, run it through a static code analyzer or some other analyzer, and identify if there are any vulnerabilities within the code base, and then go directly after and exploit those vulnerabilities to the application, all by misconfiguring the repo and opening it up, which is extremely dangerous. And this really is a warning or a cautionary tale that you need to lock down your cloud services and make sure that they're locked down properly because anything that you use in the cloud by default is not necessarily secure as can be on day one. When you look at a um, Unix box versus Windows box in the old days, Unix came out as secure on and then you had to go in and open things up to get it to work properly. And that was very complicated, very configuration heavy, but Unix was more secure than Windows out of the box because of that. Windows wanted to be accessible by everybody. So Windows, 
in the old days, even now, has a wide open type of mentality and then you lock down what you should. When you have it done that way, a lot of people miss things or just leave it open because it's easier. They don't go through the effort or they don't know how to lock it back down. But when everything is locked, you have a different mindset. You have to go in and go, okay, well, if I need to get into this door, I got to unlock this key. I need this over here to unlock this door. Okay, I need this. I'm going to do and open this up. Um, and everything else that you don't use won't be opened or less secure because you're not using it. So by default, it's secure on. Git repos, Amazon S3 buckets, those have since been changing. Those have been since taking a security-centric mindset. They are still not locked down from day one, but I know the Amazon S3 buckets have uh, now posted very bright red flashing warnings. Hey, this is a public S3 bucket. Anybody that has this name can access from the internet. Is this, are you sure you want to do this? And they just started doing that recently in the last several months um, after tens of thousands of S3 buckets were found open. You know, Verizon and breaches happened. Uh, developers and, and employees were using these S3 buckets to dump proprietary files out on these systems, but they weren't locking them down. Git repos are the same way. Git repos could potentially be even worse because that's the source code, configuration data, passwords, contributor information for emails for phishing attacks, a whole bunch of information that can be used from a social engineering aspect, vulnerability, exploitability standpoint, um, and anything else that can be used to go after the company or the application. So if you're using Git repos, just go ahead and log in there and make sure that it's not publicly accessible and it's locked down the way you want it locked down. And the information in there is exactly what you need to be in there, not everything that you shouldn't have to give any more information to if it is um, exploited. And remember, cloud services are just somebody else's computer. Cloud services have security features, but it's not their responsibility to secure your data beyond what their service baseline is. Your configurations of the services that you use, the services that you turn on, the servers or applications you deploy are still your responsibility in a cloud environment. And even if the cloud services says they will do it, you still have a responsibility to review that and ensure it. Because putting too much trust into something uh, one little mistake on their end can ruin your day, whether you try to or not. So security centric. That's Security in 5. Be aware. Be safe. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of Security in 5. You can find me across the internet under the persona Binary Blogger. Head over to binaryblogger.com to link up with me on whatever social network you prefer. I love feedback and conversations, and if you have a question, comment, or correction on a past episode, drop me a line and I will respond. To get additional information, sign up for my monthly newsletter. And remember, the more aware you are, the more secure you can be. Thanks for listening.